Well, the Florida State Seminoles take advantage of all the opportunities they have against the Miami Hurricanes. You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into another episode of Locked on Seminoles. I'm your host, Brian Smith. Please smash that like button, hit that notification bell, and share this podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcast for free. We are part of the awesome Locked on Network, your team every day. Today's podcast is going to talk about matchups, all the different things that come with it, but I've got three things to talk about in particular. We're going to talk about Florida State's pass defense against a struggling Miami passing game, Florida State's rushing offense against a pretty darn good Miami pass rush, and then finally, third downs and how they impact rivalry games. That is something you have to check out. And speaking of something that you have to check out, Make sure you check out the Game Time app. I was just on it. There are still tickets available for the Miami Florida State game. Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College. That's one word for $20 off your first purchase. So, this first part of the show, I'm going to be talking about Florida State's ability. I don't, I don't want to say just to completely smother Miami because they do have a lot of talent, but they are just a mess. Florida State should dominate this particular matchup, right? I mean, 25th ranked passing defense in the country, only giving up 192.3 yards a game. It's 25th. They've got a good pass rush. The Knowles get after it. They get sacks. They've got 25. That's 23rd in the nation. Miami, on the other hand, while they've thrown for some yards, um, Tyler Van Dyke in his last four games averaged over 250 yards a game. Sounds good. He's also got 10 picks in those. Point blank, full stop. If you learn nothing else from this podcast, note that there is no excuse, none, for Florida State not to win the matchup against Miami's passing offense. 10 interceptions for Tyler Van Dyke in his prior four starts. Now he missed the Clemson game and Emory Williams started in his inability to play. And ironically they won, but at the same time, 10 picks is horrendous by any standard. This kid's a senior. I don't know what's going on because earlier this year he was quite good. And he was one of the best players at the position in the country. Flat out. He has fallen off the cliff as they say, how does Florida state, Keep that going. And that's what we're going to talk about right here, right now. The key here is still the pass rush. That's self-explanatory. But Miami does has a, have a pretty good offensive line. They'll occasionally have some issues. Francis Maui Goa, who's going to end up in the NFL one day. It's not a great pass protector right now. He's the right tackle, about 340 pounds. He is a mountain of a man, but sometimes he gets out of position with his feet. Certainly not a concern with Braun. And he'll get some holding penalties. Jared Verse. Patrick Payton, and quite honestly, anybody that the Knowles bring off the edge, whether it's a linebacker or safety corner, they can give him some problems. That's something you need to do because in the run game, he is an animal. The key here is the big play. You can't just get pressures. You need to get up in his face. 
Van Dyke will throw it up when he has pressure. He's proven that for three straight years and as of late, especially. The other thing they need to be able to do to create this is just first down run defense. We'll talk a little more about that in a second, but this is just a basic concept. If it's second eight, second and nine, there's nothing that a play caller is going to pull from NFL level, even in Tom Brady's heyday with the Patriots. It's not the same at second and eight and second and nine. I've literally had that conversation with coaches at the high school and college level. I'd love to ask an NFL coach that someday. Like, do you keep a sheet for that? Because there's no good answer. Screens and draws are common on second or third down and long, but they're not real successful. You're just, okay, let's not screw this up. Well, Van Dyke's even doing that. He just isn't seeing the field well. Teams have gone away from man coverage. Florida State plays some, but they play a lot of zone too. And on the back end, whether it's cover four, cover three, cover two, whatever it is, wait for the overthrow. Don't give up the big play, which you want to say in every game. But if Florida State wins this matchup, they got a chance to win the game going away. Van Dyke hasn't had a game in his last four without at least two picks. That is an unbelievable statistic within itself. And that doesn't count either of the following either. He's fumbled and lost them. And against NC State last week, even though he had three picks, he should have had more. One hit Peyton right in the, right in the chest basically and just dropped it the all-american linebacker for nc state he just flat dropped it tyler van dyke went back to pass looked right at him and threw him the football the kid just didn't catch it i don't think peyton wilson would do that again but he, he missed that opportunity florida state cannot whether it's the loach whether it's somebody else's safety corner whatever it is he doesn't see the middle of the field in particular very well at all Outside a little bit better, but again, I expect Florida State to be kind of conservative. I would be. He has not done well against Cloud in cover three, cover two kind of situations. Make him earn the field. Miami shoots itself in the foot with penalties too. Don't make it easy. Make them go 10 or more plays in a drive. I know it's boring. Fans hate it. Do it anyway. Make them go the length of the field, drop seven, if he can pick you apart, tip your cap. Chances of him doing that based on the last four games is about the chances of me dunking on Shaq. And I'm a way out of shape, 5'10 white guy that ain't jumping over much. Make him go the length of the field one inch at a time. Check down Johnny. Make him check down Johnny. He hates doing it. He forces the ball. If Florida State does not win this competition in this particular area, it would be a catastrophe. You've got the speed. Your defense is playing good. You just shut out Pittsburgh in the second half. Defense obviously playing pretty good. I don't care who you're playing. Two consecutive quarters where you do not allow a power five opponent to score a single field goal, let alone a touchdown. That's good. Miami's struggling too. They just scored six points against NC State. I know NC State has a good defense. But you didn't score a touchdown? That's bad. The key again is Van Dyke. So let's let's rehash real quick before we go to segment two. And this is the one that I'm concerned about for Florida State. We're going to talk about that on the other side. Florida State's ability to run the ball against Miami. I'm, I am very concerned about that. But before that, third downs, how you get there is doing well on first down, especially against the run. The Knowles must put Van Dyke in bad spots. That will increase the likelihood of him making, quite honestly, a stupid turnover, not just a turnover, but like a, what are you doing moment? 
He forces the ball. Secondly, don't play man. Don't play overly aggressive. That's my opinion. You want to mix in a couple, that's fine. But mostly zone, mostly generic, mostly boring will win. I know fans hate all of those things. Let's go get him. Make him throw the football. You've got a pretty good pass rush if you're down four, but make him throw in to tight windows. He's just not seeing the field well. Ten interceptions tells you really all you need to know right there about Tyler Van Dyke. And they've got to find their way out of it. Just don't let Florida State be the one. So at Duke Campbell Stadium, quite honestly, should not be. But something that uh, should be for you is FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book. And right now is an opportunity. Uh, it's right around 14 points, depending on who you talk to. In, in the world of football, FanDuel, you can check it out and see what the odds are for the Florida State-Miami game. Download the app. Check it out. It's an easy app to use. I honestly think this line is going to have some movement both directions, maybe the money line as well. But that's something to think about. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. You can check out the money line for the Florida State Miami game on FanDuel. That's 150 bucks if the Knowles win on the money line or any other game that you bet the money line. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on action. Easy to use the app and there's a wide range of options. You could bet on Jordan Travis. You could bet on the halftime stats. You could bet on rushing yards, etc. Money line, total point spread, whatever it may be. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off this season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right. We have a really unique scenario because I just hammered Miami, rightfully so, in the prior point. This particular area that I'm going to discuss in this matchup is one that may be the most evenly balanced of the game. You could at least argue that. Florida State started to run the ball pretty good against quality competition, but like Pittsburgh gave them some issues. Pittsburgh, they're going to bring everybody and they play hard. Well coached. I respect their defense. Their defensive line has put guys in the NFL for a long time, especially that guy that was playing for the Rams. He's, he's pretty good. And, they, you know, Donald aside, they've done a good job for years, right? Well, Miami's got some dudes. They have multiple future NFL players, not only on their defensive line. I think they've got at least one, if not two, at the linebacker level. And Francisco Maligoa, his brother, is the right tackle on offense. And Wesley Bassett. Those guys are all good. They blitz a lot. They take a lot of chances. And quite honestly, Lance Guidry does a tremendous job with their defense. They've got the number 10 team in the country in sacks, where they've got 30. And I believe they're ninth in rushing defense. It's like 89 yards a game they give up. They are nasty up front. They do bring a lot of pressures and a lot of different things. It's been surprising to me that a defense that is as complex as his has been absorbed by his players as well, and the play calling has worked as well as it has because their corners aren't great. But at the same time, they've mixed it up pretty well. But Florida State, to set up those big passing plays, I'm going to talk about that just, just a moment. they got to run the ball to some degree. This is just the flip side of what I talked about in point one. Miami's offense, now it's Florida State's. If you cannot run the ball on first down, it creates problems for Jordan Travis in the passing game. Well, a couple of things. Number one, Jordan Travis hasn't ran a lot this year. He just hasn't. 190 yards, I believe it is, for the season. He's running less, and we know part of that is he wants to get the NFL. He's got the shoulder injury. I get it. 
They don't scheme it up as much. Got banged up in September. And let's be honest, you, you don't even have to go look at the stats. His number is not getting called on design quarterback powers, outside sweeps, anything of the variety. Sit in the pocket, throw it. If you're about to get a hit, get rid of it. Do not take shots. Meaning hits to him. I mean, shots down the field by all means. Do not get hit. Against Miami, he's probably going to run a couple more times. So that's the good news for the statistics. Number two, you've got a bevy of running backs. Rodney Hill is technically like the third string back. That guy would start at a lot of places. But he's going to be challenged against Miami. So that brings up two things. Do you run more inside or outside? And how much of that, I guess, is a third point, if you really want to dive into it, is RPO. This matchup is dynamic. Florida State's offensive line, I think it's it's pretty good, but I have I have a question, and I'd love people's opinion on this because I, I don't know the answer. Florida State's rotated some up front. Well, Florida State substitute along the offensive line, and more specifically, Keandre Jones, he's a power player. I think he's a pretty good run blocker. But how well would he do against Ruben Bain, Branson Dean, uh, you know, Taylor? He, they've got some guys up front. That's concerning to me. And then you got the matchup on the inside. I think it's as good a matchup as there is in the country. All the D tackles for Miami are pretty good at penetrating. Maurice Smith making the right line calls and all that. Well, it's going to be easier for him if it's second down and five instead of second and nine. You don't want to even talk. I'm reason I'm bringing up all the pass rush stuff. You cannot get behind the chains because your running games get stuffed. You have to run the ball on first and 10. Even if you were to scream out, we're running the football here. You got to be able to do it anyway. Do it anyway, do it anyway, do it anyway. I talk about that all the time. Part of football is that. You can't have Jordan Travis just throwing 45 passes in this contest. Miami's pass rush is too good. And I know their offense sucks right now. It's bad. But if you get a couple of turnovers, like the ball gets stripped, or if you're in a scenario where a ball gets tipped at the line of scrimmage and they get a freebie on a pick six, sometimes those plays just happen, especially in a rivalry game a game that you should win by 20 points, and I think that's about what Florida State should win by, could easily end up being a one-score game going into the fourth quarter. It only takes one play. You'd be up 14 points, 21 to 7, going into the last three minutes of the third quarter. The ball gets tipped in the air. Second down to nine, and they just decide to bring the house. Jordan's pass gets tipped. There it is. Ball's wide open. Francisco Maligo picks it off, walks into the end zone. It's a one-score game, and they got 120 yards of offense. I could totally see something like that happen. It happens all the time in rivalry games. Do not fail to run the ball. If Florida State can run the football, say three and a half, three point eight yards per carry consistently during the game, I'm not talking about 100 yards rushing with a 60 yard run, consistently, Miami's in deep. You know what? They are they are in trouble. They don't have the consistent offense to battle against that. Because even if you don't score on a drive, if you get a couple of first downs and you started out at your 25, like most drives do, you're at like the 47 and you punt. If you get net 35, they're at their 17. They're at their 18, something like that. They're in trouble. Inside the 20, Tyler Van Dyke is not going to roll down the field and score touchdowns. Again, cloud coverage, generic, basic. I know it's boring. I talked about that a few minutes ago. Do it anyway, because Florida State will kill him based on how he's playing if they do that. I think that's the best game plan. They can prove me wrong, but I'd make him go through the zone all day long, and then eventually Jared Verse and some of the other guys will get home too. With that, here, here's something else statistically to kind of talk about. 
How many Jordan Travis runs will there be? I've been thinking about that the last three, four days. If you want to comment on that on YouTube, that's something else that's intriguing. You're not going to run Jordan against many teams, but if you're going to the Miami game or the Florida game would be the two, right? It's your rivals, big games. They mean a lot. He's from the state of Florida. He's from Palm Beach County. So he's a South Florida guy. So this game is going to have a little extra cloud. I guarantee you, Jordan grew up with a ton of Miami fans within a 10-mile radius of where he grew up. Guarantee it. That being said, how many runs does he get? Because I think if you turn him loose six, seven times, like flat out design, Jordan, you're, you're running on this play. He could go for 50 or more because teams just don't have much film him doing it anymore. Like you could scheme up something you haven't used before. There's a lot of different opportunities to help galvanize the Florida State rushing attack. I'm not saying you're going to dis- dismount from the traditional runs that Mike Norvell and his staff go for. They, they do a great job. Adding, not subtracting, you're adding to that. If anything, I'd like to see Jordan's passes go down in this game considerably. And it's just simply because I don't think Miami can score a lot. And unless Florida State gets the dropsies and just fumbles a bunch, if they're even or even minus one in turnovers in this game, the chances of losing are pretty low with how Van Dyke and that offense are just struggling. It's just true. So if Florida State has a 55-45 balance, 55% run, 45% pass, I think they'd be good. Travis, 33 attempts, 32. Some screens, a lot of basic stuff, checkdowns. Don't be over-exuberant. If you punt, make sure they're inside their 25 over and over again. They're, they'll self-destruct. I know that's probably not the most fun game plan, but it got chances of winning that way, and this game would be high. And then, of course, you add in a few calculated chances down the field to Jaheim Bell, who I think that's another, like every week I pick this. He's my pick to click this week because they can't cover receivers, let alone the tight end. Miami's one weakness is they don't do well in coverage. They'll have nine great plays in a row, then a bust. That's the other thing with this running game. A play action shot down the seam to Jaheim after you've gotten a couple of first downs on the ground. Brother, it is there. There is no doubt about it. I think that's something Florida State can do. And the way that the tight ends are playing, it really doesn't matter which one it is. All of them are capable. They had 144 yards combined last week in the score. Get somebody the ball that plays tight end for the Knowles. On the other side, we're going to talk a little bit about third downs and how that can change the game. I think that this will probably be a game of consistency with third downs. And what I mean by that is I don't expect either team to be real good. If either one hits 40%, I would be surprised because both defenses get after the quarterback. It's hard. Third and four, third and five against these teams is like third and seven, third and eight when their defenses are truly locked in and both teams are going to play 100 mile an hour. They don't like each other. It's a rivalry game. Miami's tired of hearing they're no good. Florida State's 9-0 and and got a chance to go to the playoff. Motivation for different reasons on both sides. But it's, it is definitely, definitely there. Also, definitely there is game time. I was actually just on the game time app last night. There are still tickets available for this game. Make sure that you, if you haven't gotten a chance to look, download that game time app. You can not only see what opportunities there are, you can do it from the visual standpoint, but once you click on it, it will show you a direct path from your seat to where you would be viewing the football field from there. It's pretty cool. I was surprised at how much the technology is there, but every time I go into it, I check it quite often. Just looking at game tickets and stuff around the country, 
they do a great job. Uh, hats off the game time for that. So they also have the opportunity for you to do it and do it easily. I can get to whatever team it is. You type in Texas Longhorns, Florida State Seminoles, whatever it is. The app is so easy to use. 30 seconds to a minute. You can not only get to the team, you can get to the venue, view different prices, different views. No problem at all. So with that being said, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem Locked On College. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets guaranteed. All right. Third downs. They're about as much fun to convert against a quality defense as me being punched in the face and me enjoying it. It's not fun. Which team does better? Critical games, turnovers are first, but third downs lead to those, and that's something we got to talk about. This matchup is huge, especially in that first quarter. You cannot give Miami life. I don't care how it happens. I don't care if they run seven trick plays. You cannot give Miami life. Florida State must do everything they can in that first quarter to be up seven, if not 10 points. You can shrink their chance to win significantly by going up 14 to three, 14 to nothing after one. In a lot of Miami Florida State games or Miami Florida, any big game where teams got talent, a 14 point lead in today's era is not much. But brother, the Canes just scored six against NC State. What do you think their psyche is going to be if they drop a goose egg in quarter one? Or maybe they kick a long field goal. They've got a really good kicker. But if they're down 14 to three, that still isn't going to help much. If you drop the hammer in that first quarter, things are going to change. The key to that is third down. Miami is terrible right now on offense. If you give them life by not covering or having a bust, a missed run gap, I don't care what it is. This is any form of offense, trick play. You get sucked in on a sluggo, a slant and go, and a guy gets a cheap touchdown. You give Van Dyke any form of confidence that can change the game. I know a lot of Noel fans out there are probably saying, Brian, there's zero chance Florida State's going to, I'm telling you, zero is not true. This is a rivalry game. Two years ago, Miami should have probably gotten beaten pretty bad in this. Van Dyke played well, and it was a great Jordan Travis pass. I believe it was fourth and 14 to save them. You don't want to be in that spot again. The first quarter is the key. Third down is the sub point. So here's my, my prediction on that. I think Florida State is going to load up. And I mean load up on first down and 10. They're going to dare them. Now, I'm not saying man coverage, cover, cover one, cover zero. They're going to show a gazillion looks. They're just going to try to play with Van Dyke's head. And I'm sure he knows that. That's not a secret. Show one thing, post-snap, it is going to get complex as it can be. And they're going to hope that their DBs don't make an error. Because if they don't, Van Dyke's in trouble. Third down will be a disaster for Miami. Again, here's the key to this. And this is 100% on players. It is no. I know everybody likes to throw Fuller under the bus. This is not a Florida State defense coordinator problem. This is 100%. If it happens, 
a Florida State defensive back slash defensive players problem. No bus. It is game number 10. If you haven't figured out the defense and the play calls, and it's game number 10, exit stage left. I don't want to hear it. They had busts against LSU game one. They've had a few since then. That's uh, a little concerning. You cannot have any bus against Miami. It's game number 10. None. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see nobody after a scored touchdown point to you and that guy point back at you. I don't want to hear it. No bus. On third downs especially, you can go from sky high to the cellar in over one in less than one second if you have that. You know as soon as Van Dyke lets it fly, and you're, uh-oh, wait a minute, there's no touchdown. That's how a game changes. If you're up 14 to three and they hit a big one, they're right back in it. It's a one score game. So third downs. I would load up and make sure he was in a lot of those situations where it's second and long, though. Mark Fletcher Jr., Henry Paris Jr., AJ Allen, they have running backs. Miami's not going to struggle putting talent on the field at the running back position. But if you put seven, eight in the box against that rush defense, they should be in pretty good shape. You should be aggressive. Make Tyler beat you, man. Then on third down, make him beat you again. If they want to play, throw the ball deep on first down against that, you got to trust your secondary at some point. You got to trust them. Keem Dent, Ventral Cypress, Thomas, all those guys in the back end, whoever it is, they rotate a lot of guys that are talented. They're all capable. I don't want to hear it. This is Miami versus Florida State. Knowles against Canes. Make it happen. Put Van Dyke in really awkward third down situations. You win that, especially that first quarter, this game will go right off a cliff for the Miami Hurricanes. That's just my opinion. I, I, no doubt in that. The 10 interceptions in four games still gives me gives me crazy thoughts. Like, how has that happened with a senior quarterback? But it has. So with that, I'm going to wrap up the show. But uh, I, I want you to think about some of those questions. Again, I talked about, do you think Florida State's going to kind of change things up a little bit during the game? Are they going to rotate at all? They don't always do it, but I think they could. And most in particular, Jones, the big offensive lineman, he's a road grader. I could see them using, maybe even use a six-man line. There's something to think about. And also just some of the other things. If you got questions about this game, matchups, Keon or whatever, and I'm just, by the way, before anybody asks, I have no idea on injuries and I'm not asking anybody. They're going to lie on both sides. I, I will guarantee you both head coaches are going to lie like crazy all week. I have no interest to talk about injury. None. I'm done with it until the game starts. We'll see who gets there. That being said, if you got other questions about matchups, situational stuff, what you would like to see the Knowles do, let's talk about it. Hey, that's cool. I'm down with that. So please hit that like button, hit that notification bell, share this podcast, and make sure that you have a chance to comment. Please do. I love to talk some football. So everybody have a great day, and thank you very much.